Has your Wi-Fi router been hacked at your home or your office? Are you sure? A recent announcement is millions of routers are being attacked, are being hacked by a new virus, a new malware that's being uh, pushed out to your routers from, believe it or not, China. That's where it's been tracked back to in a very specific location in China. The point is, though, is your router secure? You need to check this. This is something recent. It's a, a recent headline, recent announcement. There's a list available of uh, brands and models that are affected. You need to check that. We'll put a link in the uh, in the comments below in the description after this broadcast so you can check your router to see, are, are is it safe? Is it safe? Just like the movie. Remember that movie? Do you remember that? If you do, put it, put it in the, uh, what's the name of the movie? Put it in the comments below. Is it safe? Welcome to Wolf's Watch. I'm Wolf. And as always, as a leader of the pack, I'm out scouring the countryside looking for tips, resources, things that will help you, best practices that will help you to scale your business in the crazy environment that we've been left with in 2021 after the big, after the great shutdown in 2020. Coming back to the routers, that's just one of several uh, announcements. It's just constant, right? Cyber threats are constant. Do you have a Kindle? Kindle e-readers have uh, have a hole. They have an exploitable hole that uh, that bad guys can use. The hackers can use bad guys and gals. Don't want to discriminate. That hackers can use those are that have bad intent to access your Kindle and then use that to get into your Amazon account, which then means they can spend your money once they're into that Amazon account. They can steal your data or buy stuff have it shipped who knows where they could go with that but you've right you've likely got your uh, your data in your account so that you can buy ship and whatnot well someone else can get that through your kindle how crazy is that while you're reading and the reason i bring this up is not to create gloom and doom again that's not what it's about this is not gloom and doom i'm not making predictions I'm not trying to just it's just that this is a constant issue and our next Q&A on cybersecurity is coming up on August 11th. That's tomorrow, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Now send your questions. Join in now. What questions do you have for cybersecurity professionals? This time we have Ken Walls, founder and CEO of ClientSI.com or Client. Uh, I'm going to get it wrong. if I, I know the web address. I'll get it wrong if I say it out loud, but it's, it's about client solutions. Uh, ClientSI is his company. And he has built thousands of websites. He works with uh, e-commerce and security, the whole gamut of do, you know, he's providing services for, uh, for clients for a long time. He has a lot of big clients as well. So this is someone that can talk from entrepreneurial level to, uh, you know, scaled up large companies and come from a, from a practitioner standpoint. You know, he's also a, a best-selling author. He is the king of live stream. He, he has a Grow Live Academy, which is all about live streaming as well and building, you know, building your brand through live stream because of his experience online. Teaches what he does. This is a great opportunity to ask questions in the next installment on the cybersecurity Q&A that we're having. This is live, right? So these are live sessions. They're meant to be interactive. Don't pass it by because you want to get your questions answered now right? 
And sure, you can do the replay and listen to other people's questions and learn from that. I've, I've done that when, when I've had meeting conflicts and whatnot and haven't been able to make live sessions uh, with other people that I respect and, uh, and enjoy learning from. Be there. August 11th at 3 p.m. So here's another question for you on inflation, because we've been in the midst. Of, you want to promo this session that's coming up tomorrow for the live Q&A. Really, really, you need to be there. You need to participate because it's an interactive two-way, live 21st century television, right? Live and interactive. Back to our discussion on inflation, very briefly, the numbers that came out on Friday from Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics for second quarter of 2021 have been, you know, they're continuing to press the inflation challenge. Income's dropping, and it's not just dropping a little bit. Real income is dropping at record rates. The non-farm, one of their key measures is non-farm payroll. And actually, let me share a little bit here with you. Uh, for non-farm payroll, really, um, let's see, cybersecurity. I want to make sure I got the right thing here for you. Do not have the right thing set. I don't have that set up, so I can't share you the share the graphic with you. Sorry about that. Normally, I set that up in advance. So it was just a quick click. Uh, so non-farm payroll, real wages dropped 4.3. Let me read this from 4.8% in terms of real hourly inflation compared to the first quarter. So that's between January, February, March, right? January, February, March, what people were earning then. What they earned April, May, June was 4.8% less than the first quarter of this year. That's a big drop. In manufacturing, which tends to be more robust, it dropped at the uh, highest rate on record. And again, let me read this to you. So it's 3.8% compared with the start of the year um, and 4% compared with a year ago. So the gains that were made with that V-shaped fast recovery that was starting last fall, post-great shutdown, uh, people are losing, they're losing the gains that they made. And how's that affecting your business? Are you losing the gains that you made on, on revenue, on profits? So think about that. So if this is happening, so it's also non-dural goods, um, those, are, those are the key numbers. So those are key numbers of so 4.3% compared to a year ago for uh, durable goods. And that's an area that has that spiked, that peaked really the end of last year. First quarter of this year, durable goods was exploding because the great shutdown was over. Economy was opening up. Supply chain starting to fill back up. But guess what? With income dropping, and this is because of inflation, right? So this is when you adjust wages for inflation. They're actually the, the, the prices on everything that your employees, that your customers, that you and your family are buying is going up faster than the money that's coming in in terms of income. By a significant amount. So think about that. Just in one quarter, if it's 4.8% drop, that's over 16%, right? Closer to 18% annualized. How is that going to affect your business? How does that affect what's going on with your team, right? Because that's going to affect team cohesion. They're going to be looking at how do they pay for necessities? What do they start cutting out? Your customers will be doing the same thing. How does that affect your margins? Your suppliers are doing the same thing. You're going to get to be careful. You're not getting caught with your business. You can get caught in that crush between your suppliers 
raising prices and your customers saying, no, we won't pay more because we can't because everything else that they're paying for is going up. And you end up being one of the expenses. They go, oh, you know what? It's going to go up. We're going to have to do without. Or we're going to have to delay or find another alternative. How are you prepping your business for that? A lot of that is an operations question. It's a marketing question as well. It's an operations question hugely. There's a lot you can do in ops. We'll talk about that more after our next cybersecurity uh, installment tomorrow. But also, it is completely a people issue. Now, this is going to sound, that may have just sounded a little Yogi Berra to you. If you're old enough to remember Yogi Berra, you are, right? You remember Yogi Berra? If you're a baseball fan, you should know Yogi Berra, even if you're too young for Yogi Berra to have been around. <laughs> but Yogi Berra, you know, he's famous for these things that don't exactly, that, that are truisms, but don't exactly make sense. So what I'm saying is this inflationary pressure is hugely a people issue. You got to deal with it and, and it's going to affect emotions of everybody because it creates more uncertainty. It starts forcing, making decisions on where are, where is money going? Those that are in the know that are paying close attention, they know that means that they need to have a significant increase in how much money they're putting away paycheck to paycheck, month to month, quarter to quarter for their retirement. That'll affect how much they have. So they have even less to spend, right? So think on this thing. How does that affect? How does that affect you? Is it going to affect your, if your buying decisions, your spending decisions for you and your family? If everything, if this continues, we're on track for having almost sixteen percent decrease in the value of the dollar you're spending in the marketplace for the year as a whole. When when we get to December compared to January, this is a frightening pace because first quarter was was a two point seven percent hit. If you look at how much that's accelerated in second quarter, so we go from first quarter, second quarter is 4.8%. If next quarter does that again and it compounds, right, that creates a problem. How is that going to affect what you're doing? So what is, and what does that mean in terms of what your company needs to produce to be able to support what you need to do for your family and what your team needs to do for their families? How are you increasing the value you're putting into the marketplace that you're delivering to your customers so that they can stay with you so they can continue to spend their increasingly scarce, increasingly valueless dollars with you rather than some other alternative, which includes not spending. You may, if you're one of those people who says you have no competition, let me pop that bubble for you right now. You always have competition because whoever is buying from you can always decide to not buy. They can decide to delay. Even if it's just the sale, it means, guess what? They're not buying now, which means that may not be a sale that's included in whatever your current report is called this month, right? They may delay it a month. They may buy, and then when they purchase, they may buy less. It has a big impact on your business. There's always competition. And I know, you know, you're most likely not one of those people. No, you're likely very, you know, I know you're sharp and you're doing a lot with your business that most wouldn't. There's still more, there's still more that can be done so that you can stay in that top, you know, so you can stay top or as top of your market. If you're not top of your market now, so that you can be there as other businesses fail 
to do what needs to be done as they hunker down and wait it out. A lot of them are going to, you know, unfortunately, a lot of them will hunker down and wait it out and not really change much. They do short-term cost cutting, you know, fire a few people, slow down capital expenditures or stop them for a period of time. Make do with what they've got. Maybe even stop some services. I watched a company that should have known better. I watched that company fire their entire sales force. And not just some of the, some. this was in another down cycle uh, a number of years ago. They let their whole, from, from the top executive at the board level, all the way throughout their organization, everybody that was involved in their sales organization, they just cut them all loose. <laughs> Does that even make sense? Those are the kind of crazy decisions that get made in panic mode. This company the, it was uh, the, at the board level, they were panicking because of some problems that they were having with cash flow and it, did, and it resulted in making some of the worst possible decisions that they could make. There's more to that story. If you want to hear it, ask me, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to waste your time if you're not interested. It still comes back to how are you dealing with inflation? So it's an operations issue always as everything, right? Everything in business is a people issue because business is about people. It's about you and your family, your people, right? Your team, their people, your customers are people, your suppliers are companies made up of people, right? So business is all about people. And it's been entertaining to watch that realization really come to the forefront over the last decade, 15 years. High performers in business have always known that it's about people and they deal with the people. And there's a few bad examples out there. That's why I don't deal with big, big, big organizations because they tend to be now, it doesn't happen at smaller organizations, but when it does, it's very visible in the big organizations. They make movies about some of them, right? And again, that's not you. That's just saying is people issue. At the same time, there's a lot you can do in operations, and there's a lot you can do working with your customers to be able to protect your margins, actually grow your margins, while, every, while the companies around you or your competitors are floundering. It's a huge opportunity. If, if, you got the mindset for it. If you're watching for it, if you're prepared, you've got your team prepared. So we'll talk some more on that. Cybersecurity for right now, for right now, cybersecurity is the issue today and tomorrow. Tomorrow, be with us for that live Q&A. It's going to be live and interactive. Ken Walls is incredible. And this is something we're going to be doing ongoing because there's just so much going on in the cybersecurity arena that has a massive impact. And, um, uh, a lot of other stuff that we'll talk about, but I don't want to get off topic, which is the inflation issue. Second topic, the cybersecurity conversation that we're going to have on August 11th at 3 p.m. Pacific. Be part of that. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for being part of Wolf's Watch. You know, click the like button. Subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Comment. I read the comments and respond. And let's let's have it. It's conversation, right? This is two way. This is a two way conversation. What are your questions? What are your comments? You think I'm full of full of hot air? Let me know. I, maybe I'm wrong. Hey, you know what? I may have changed my mind on something I said 15 minutes later. I go, oh, you know what? I'm going to have to correct that on the next episode because that wasn't quite right. Or that didn't, you know, it didn't convey what I was attempting to convey. I want to hear it. You know, tell me, you know, laugh with me, laugh at me. Just keep laughing and enjoy the journey. We're in this together. I'm going to help you scale your business because we all win together. Thanks for being part of Wolf's Watch. I'm Wolf, and I look forward to seeing you, if I can find the off button, recovering engineer, right? Always look for the off switch. I look forward to seeing you on the trail.